Hello and welcome to the Purpose Unstoppable podcast where we're encouraging you to step out to fulfill the calling and purpose God has placed upon your life with boldness. My name is Tiffany Hill and today you guys we are actually talking about boldness. So before we get into it today you know we have to go before the throne of grace in prayer. So let us go. Father God we thank you for this day. We thank you that you are our creator. We thank you that you love us unconditionally. We thank you for being who you are, the lover of our soul. So, Lord God, we just ask that you cover the people that's under the sound of my voice with the blood of Jesus Christ and allow them to hear you and not me. And, Lord, as for me, as I decrease, increase, increase in me, increase through me. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. I believe in this year God is releasing boldness to some of you where you will begin to be fearless and courageous, having the confidence in God to do the things that he is calling you to do. You're going to be doing some things that you never thought you would do in this year in spite of what's going on around you, in spite of what the enemy has told you, because you're going to do this with God and in God. And so what this reminds me of is how Paul was encouraging Timothy to be bold for the Lord and to also have faith regarding what he was called to do for the kingdom of God because he had an assignment to fulfill in the earth. And so this is the same thing for you. You have an assignment to fulfill in the earth that God has placed you here for, you here to do. But here is the thing, in order to do it with the boldness that God has given you, it requires you to have faith and that means you have to do something. And so 2 Timothy 1 and 6 tells us, it says, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift that God gave you when I laid my hands on you. And so Timothy here has received a gift through impartation from Paul. And so what Paul was telling him to do, he was encouraging Timothy to work his faith by putting it, his putting it into action, fanning into flames and, and stirring up this gift that God gave him. And how was he to stir it up? He had to activate it. He had to put it in motion. And so when you begin to do the same thing by activating your gift and putting your gift in motion, this is when you will begin to see that your gift will evolve. I remember when, when God revealed to me that he wanted me to speak. And I first started out on this podcast. And so when I first started out on this podcast, I mean... I didn't I didn't have everything that I needed. I didn't I didn't have a microphone. I didn't have the the equipment that I needed in order to even start. But what I did is that I started from where I was. I didn't allow those things that I needed to hinder me. I just did what God told me to do in spite of what I did not have. And so this is the time where you can't think about or look at the things that you don't have. You just have to use what you have where you are. And so here, Paul wasn't telling Timothy that he had let the fire go out because the fire of the gift that he had was already in him because the Holy Spirit had lit the fire within him. And so what he was saying to him instead is that he was calling him to, to get the thing going. He was calling him to, to, to start it, get it activated, start moving so that it wouldn't become inactive and not being used for what God had intended it for it to be used for, for the building of the kingdom of God. 
there's a people that you are called to impact that God is sending you to. And so you have to begin to use this gift that God has given you. You got to start it. You got to start putting it into action. God wants you to get up and start moving. And so I'm not sure what gift you may have. It could be a gift of singing or teaching or speaking gift or playing the keys, whatever your gift is. You have to begin to use it because guess what? The gift that God has placed within you is not only for you, it's for others to, to, to experience. It's for others to see the to see God through the gift. It's for others to glorify God through the gift that he gave you. And so when you think about a gift, you don't keep a gift to yourself. You give a gift. But what prevents you from giving the gift is what I'm declaring over your life right now that will not be a hindrance for you this year. And that is... You got to get out of your comfort zone and you got to get out of being intimidated. And so when you find yourself in comfort, what you have to do is break out of that. Look, it's easy to do some things that you've used to doing. It's easy to do it because you know how to do it. You're so accustomed to it. But what happens is it's no longer challenging for you. And so if there's nothing challenging for you, then how can you grow from that? How can you progress? How can your life progress if you're staying in your comfort zone and you're not moving forward? You're not allowing your you're allowing your gift to grow. Because when you begin to use that gift and get out of your comfort zone, what you're going to start seeing is your gift will begin to evolve. What I did when I began my podcast is that which I always leave it on here is how I started because how I started is not how God has used my gift now in speaking. And so when God begins to evolve your gift and and, and take your gift to a new level, you will be able to see that other gifts will begin to manifest out of that gift. And so you got to get out of, break out of your comfort zone and allow your gift to be used for the glory of God and share it with people around you to impact those around you. And so you also want to break out of intimidation. I was looking up the word intimidation and I found that the meaning of the word means to force into or deter from some action by inducing fear. I'm going to read it again. It means to force into or deter from some action by inducing fear. And so the spirit of fear, the only job of the spirit of fear, which does not come from God, which comes directly from the enemy, his job is to deter you, to turn you around to make you so fearful that you won't be able to step out to do what God is telling you to do. And so when I first started this podcast, I did it afraid. I was afraid to get on, but I did it anyway. But what I did was I had it all played out in my mind as to what would be what would be happening, which never even happened. And so once we get past fear and realize that what you're even thinking of is not even going to happen, which is just a tactic of the enemy to deter you, to get you not to do it. Once you realize that's what's happening, you're going to begin to step out and, and overcome what God has already given you the authority to do. He's given you the authority to overcome the attack of the enemy so that you won't remain in a place where you're seated and you're not moving and using, utilizing your gift. And so you don't want your gift to be in a place where it's inactive and not being used. You want God to use all of your gifts. I mean, one of my prayers is that, Lord, don't allow me to come home without utilizing 
all of my gifts. I don't want to leave here full. I want to leave earth empty. Use all of me. And so you have to begin to use your gift, the gift that God has placed within you. This is an assignment that he sent you in the earth to do. You're not here by accident. You're not here just to be here. You're here on assignment. You're here to do what God has placed you here to do. And so 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Now, some versions use the word sound mind instead of self-discipline. But when you look up the synonyms for this word, it's really the same thing. And so he tells you he's giving you three things to overcome the spirit of fear. He said he's giving you power. Power, which means that he's giving you the ability and authority over fear so that you can prevail over fear. Because, and and how can you prevail over fear? It's because you have Christ living on the inside of you who is more powerful than any opposing force. So that means you have the victory over fear and the attack of the enemy. So he's giving you power. The second thing that he's giving you to overcome fear, he says, is love. I've read this scripture and I studied this scripture time and time again. But this particular day, I asked God, I said, well, how did you give us love to overcome fear? And what he said to me, he said, because love believes. I said, my God. So he led me to 1 Corinthians 13 and 7. It says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. How does this happen? Because we have God's kind of love as believers. And it's called agape love. And so that means when you were saved and received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you receive the Holy Spirit. And when you receive the Holy Spirit, you are now able to love the way God loves. And so when he says love believes, it's because he sees the best in all situations. And so you can look past all of the negative things that the enemy is telling you, whether it's through your thoughts, which should always be cast down and replaced with a better thought, or whether it's through your emotions. You know, your emotions can tell you, man, I just don't want to do this. I I don't want to do it. But, but it's just stopping you and preventing you from doing it because you're afraid or whether it's through the enemy using someone to speak a word over your life to make you not want to do it. Whatever it is, love believes. You have to begin to see yourself where God sees you. And so basically when you're not in faith, when you're not believing, you're looking lower than where God is looking. But you have to begin to raise your head at a level to where you can see the way God sees. And so you know you don't want to be looking at a lower level than where God is. You want to come up to where God is and believe. Believe that you can do it. Believe that you can use your gift to speak. Believe that you can use your gift to sing and not be worried about what other people are thinking. Look, this is the year that you will be bold. I declare that you will not be worried about what people think of you because that's called a distraction. When you are distracted, this is actually a tactic from the enemy to keep your attention off of God. This year, you will have to stay focused and keep your attention on God and allow him to silence your enemies. Don't worry about what people think. Just focus on what God is telling you to do and just do it. And so the third thing he says is that he has given you a sound mind. God gives you a sound mind to make sane and wise decisions. So that means you don't have to be frantic and fearful in making decisions and choices. All you have to do is ask God for wisdom 
And what God says is that he's going to give it to you freely when you ask. And so, for example, if you're looking for a microphone to start a podcast, you don't have to be frantic in trying to make a decision in in which microphone to use. You just ask God for wisdom and go with what God is instructing you to do. And so he's giving you a sound mind to make sound decisions, to make wise decisions. And so you have everything you need. You're fully equipped. You're fully loaded. To overcome the opposing spirit of fear for you to do the things that God is calling you to do for the building of his kingdom. You know what you are? You are as bold as a lion. You are fearless. You are courageous. And you are brave. Because what? It's because you have God. It's all with God. And it's all in God. Look, I'm excited and I'm happy for you. For what God is doing in your life and through your life. Look, I love you. But guess what? Jesus Christ loves you so much more. I want you to go out and inspire the world around you to be purpose unstoppable.